Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all ages, welcome back to the, Ford, the 42 Podcast. My phone's being stupid, so it's going to take a little bit. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan. I'm here. Yes, we are here, and we are both in beautiful western Pennsylvania. Yeah. Live, not live. We're doing it together. I came up here to see Jacob for his birthday, so everybody should send him a tweet or something. Tweet. Money. Money. Money works best. Yeah, send money. I like that plan. <laughs> yeah. Fine scotch. Good bourbon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Expensive things. Expensive things. Or, or money. Expensive <laughs> things. Just send, send us your love and we'll be happy with it. So yeah, we are on a single mic today, so things sound a little funny, that's why. Or different, yeah. Also, if you caught our Dresden Files retrospective that we did yesterday, mm-hmm. that is up on the feeds, and you can pick it up and listen to it, and you know, if you like the Dresden Files and want to learn more about it, uh, it's a good pickup, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I also think that if we're going to do it in sections, like we, we did this time, uh-huh. we plan on doing it all and then realize there was way too much to go over. Right. If we're going to do it in sections, maybe we could read like three books at a time, then talk them over. We could. Yeah. 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 yeah why not? Get a little more mm-hmm. really caught up. Well, if we're going to do that, we could just do like a book at a time. Let's do that. Yeah. That'd be fun. So anyway, look forward to that. Look forward to that. Yeah. We may be starting over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we are here doing what we do. We're going to bring you the good news, the bad news, the interesting news. So how you been, Ryan? How's your weekend been? You've enjoyed your time up here? More than I expected. And it's the little things, like, since I have kids and I'm not with my kids, sleeping in. Sleeping in. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, when we've been able to go to the stores, I'm not, like, stressed out about them tearing stuff off, you know. So having a break and then, you know, getting to hang out with you. We went and some, ate some excellent steak yesterday. It was very good. We went to the church, which if you're ever in Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, you gotta go to the church. It's this old Roman Catholic church that converted into this really nice bar, restaurant place with amazing food. Church really doesn't do it credit, though. It's more like a cathedral. It really is. Because it's all stone arches and beautiful stained glasses. And he says church, you think, oh, they took a church and renovated it. So, like, the outside looks like a church. No. You walk in and it still looks like a Roman Catholic church. They've got pews and hardwood floors and the where the preacher... The rectory and, is still yeah, up. Yeah, and... where the preacher would have stood and the... The choir would have stood behind him. That's all there. But instead of preachers and choirs, it's looked like beer stills or something. It's beer brewing. <laughs> yeah, they were, beer, they were brewing beer in the back. It's very cool. Yep, yep. So uh, that's what we've been doing. Uh, well, it's been good for me. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. It's been nice having a little time off of work. Yeah. Yeah. The weather's been great. The weather's been really, really nice. So. Yeah, really cooperated. So you just want to get into the... The, the news and such. Current events. That? You want to get into the current yeah, events? We'll do the current events. Okay. I don't remember when we when we posted last. I'm not sure exactly where. Okay, that was on last week's. That was on last week's. Let's see. I mean, for the car nerds, they're discontinuing the Evo, oh, which is super sad. Very sad. But apparently the new Evos are just shit. Really? Compared to like the Rex. I've been told people like... Like the Evos are so, so stiff. They just beat the hell out of you. Okay. So, I, mean, I can see why. And they just didn't, they never took off here. You know? They did lot, for a little bit. When they first came out, like the first generation or second generation, they, you know, you kind of saw some of them, but 
No. There's nothing like a Rex. Nothing like a Rex. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I thought the Evo was a superior model. I guess not. Well, it was weird because the Evo was in between the two levels of WRX. So there was a regular WRX, which was 260 horses and like right. 20,000. Right. And then you had the, the, the STI at 30,000, 300 horses, and you had like a 27, you had the 280 horses. And so I think a lot of people made the compromise and went cheaper. Or with the racks. Or the STI if you're going right. to do it. Right. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it all up. Let's see. What else do we have on here? I posted something about... Never mind. Oh, did you see the thing about the five-hour energy guy? Yeah, he's like, he's wanting to make, like, bikes to power, like, Tesla batteries and give them to everyone. If you haven't watched the documentary or whatever it is, the... I don't remember what the documentary is called, but the uh, guy who owns Five Hour Energy became like worth like four and a half billion dollars in less than several, in like three years or something. Just for Five Hour Energy. Five Hour Energy alone, because what he did is he took the idea of energy drinks. He saw how popular energy drinks were, and he's like, nobody wants to drink twelve ounces of an energy drink. Why can't we just condense that down into a shot and sell that? And within the first like year, they were selling a million. Bottles. Yeah, they went from nowhere to everywhere. Everywhere. But he owns ninety eight percent of the market share. So he, he, it's his company. It's, like he sold just enough to, to get it off the ground is probably what it is. Right, but it's also like ninety eight percent of the all the oh. markets of the energy shot market. He owns ninety eight percent of the whole market. Like he's monopolized on accident. That's where you get filthy fucking rich. Right, but it's also the thing with like five hour. Is I mean five hour does not taste good. But have you had the other energy shots? No. Oh, they're fucking terrible. Are they? They're terrible. Yeah, well, then <laughs> It's no. kind of like drinking, like, a Rockstar energy drink compared to, like, a Monster or Red right, Bull. It's right. just terrible compared. Right. I don't know how he does it. I really don't, but... Yeah, they're doing, like, over a million bottles a day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Or five million or something. I would have to watch the documentary again. But he also says that he has no use for money. And he goes, if somebody like me has this much money, what should I do with it? <laughs> Try to save the world. Sure. So he's trying to save the world. He's producing these um, these self-powered bikes that you can pedal for an hour and get 24 hours worth of energy. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to give that to India, which might really change India if, or everywhere. Like, if we all had one, that'd be kind of cool. India is one of, well, yeah, if, well, especially here where people mm-hmm. are really health conscious. Yeah. It's like, I'll just do my cardio and power my house for the day. That's awesome. You know, but it was crazy. India, man, that's a weird country. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, one of my friends sent me a video, and it's this sort of propaganda video mm-hmm. to get people to understand it's okay to poo inside. Like, it's, cause, <laughs> like, it's, for so long, it's been considered unsanitary to do that in your house. That's why so many people do it out in, like, the fields and the streets. Right. And so they're, like, now that they actually have, like, you know, indoor mod- plumbing, indoor plumbing <laughs> you know, and the the government's been building all these, like, public restrooms so and yeah and so they have all these like videos like it's it's okay it's not you're not gonna kill yourself by doing it that's one reason why like disease and stuff is so bad there is they just poo in the streets and streams and stuff and don't they like throw their dead bodies in the river like isn't that a thing yeah that'd be cool if you could save them because that's a billion people it's a billion people if you could really change and give them free energy like they can maybe really because they're smart people if they could, you know. Well, the problem is there's so rolling. many of them. That's true. Because their middle class mm-hmm. is bigger than the entire United States. Wow. 
is because you know, it's like 300 million people. Right. And that's one reason why India is such a big market because they have 300 million people with jobs <laughs> who are making money, you know. Yeah. So that's that's one reason why, like, you always see companies, like, trying to, like, get a foothold in India, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so many people there. And it's a much more free environment compared to, like, China. And, you know, regulatory. Right, right, right. And right. it's a democracy of some kind, I think. I think. I don't know. It's not communist. I know that. <laughs> anyway, I didn't watch that documentary. It's been a few weeks since I've watched that documentary, but... um. That's not the only thing he's trying to do. It's not just the bike. It's all kinds of ridiculous stuff that he's really trying to help out. He's just like another Elon Musk. It's really interesting that we're getting these billionaires that are trying to save the world. Well, you know, part of it's like, well, he's doing it. You know, it's that ego that drives you to be the billionaire. It's like, you know what? That guy trying to save the world. I'm going to save the world. I'm going to save the world. (laughs) And I'll bankrupt that other guy in the process if I have to. I'm going to save the world, damn it. (laughs) <laughs> so I guess um, DraftKings is in more issues. DraftKings is in more issues, yeah. yeah. That's kind of a current event, like the uh, Nevada State Commission? Yeah, the Nevada State Gaming Commission pulled, uh, basically pulled the license to operate. In Nevada. In Nevada. Right, 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 right. It's just interesting to see that whole thing kind of snowball and fall apart because they were greedy. Like, how much money were you already making? Well, Why was, did you need to bet? Well, it wasn't the company. It was the employees. Oh, right. You know, right, it was the like people right. who had access to the data. Yeah, and it's, it's just crazy how, like, you want to talk about Flash? I mean, Grant, they may still stick around, but Flash in the pan from nowhere to everywhere to probably gone in, yeah. like, two years, if that. Yeah, and they, it seems to me like they were, they're worth billions, it seems like. They they're giving, like, a billion dollars away this year or something, they said. Well, the thing is, giving away, but giving out. But with them, it's you know, it's like being a bookie. Everyone pulls in money, and you keep ten percent, and you pay out the rest. So Mm. the payout compared to rev, like actual revenue, is pretty. There's a pretty big gap between payouts and actual revenue. I think last year FanDuel made like five hundred million. Wow, which is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Still a lot of money. I guess whoever came up with that switch now, huh? Whoever started it. If he can get his money out. Mm, yeah. Because, you know, who's going to... Because normally most of those founders have liquidity events where they sell all or a piece of their company. And that's where they really make their money is in the stock after they, like, IPO or something. And you know you know, there's not going to let them IPO. No, 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 no. Sure not. The only way... Well, they, they might. They might. But they, they might have to pull an Ashley Madison when it comes to IPOing. Because no one would sponsor their IPO. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they found this penny stock that was worth nothing, that was already traded, and bought it. And then, and then they made that company part of Ashley Madison. Now all that stock reflects actually Ashley Madison. Oh, it's kind of clever. Yeah, they bought it for like $5 million. It's one of those like, yeah, I think it was like a biomed company that failed at whatever thing they were building. And right. so they, they were trading at like 0.01 cents. <laughs> Now, if you ever want to, like, really check out some interesting stuff, read up on, like, penny stock manipulation. Really? It's super interesting. Because you, 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 what people will do is they'll, like, you'll see, like, these news are like, look, buy this. And what they'll do is they'll have people who 
like either they own a lot of the stock that'll pay a company to do it and then they'll start buying the stock and it'll surge the price and they try to get people to jump in on you know mm-hmm. on top of it mm-hmm. so i mean it's a, it's a crazy scheme i've like i've watched it happen a few times or like i would sign up for their newsletters just to see what they were hawking right just to watch it and you know about 20 minutes in the trading day would jump like eight thousand percent yeah from a penny to a dollar you know that kind of yeah, thing yeah and then it would you know, as soon as yeah, they were they hit the number they wanted. They, they hit the number they wanted, and then they just sell out. They sold out, yeah. And an hour later, it was back to you know. And some of these stocks, they're trading like point zero zero one cent. Wow. Yeah, fractions of a penny. Fractions of a penny. Well, I guess I mean it's not quite a current event, but it almost is. Today would be the October nineteenth. So right. Probably get this today or tomorrow, which would make it the twentieth, and the people from Back to the Future get here on the 21st yep that's when they come to the future in episode or not episode two but um back to the future two mm-hmm. which i thought was really cool and you posted this thing about the uh that box set yeah you can get there's a badass box set for back to the future that came out and it comes in like the uh, plutonium case it's yeah cool. and it's got these gorgeous looking like uh covers like covers and stuff yeah, yeah. it reminds me of the avengers box set that we have yeah have you seen that no oh it's cool we got it we ordered it at Comic-Con three years ago. You like the Avengers? Love them. Yeah, you like that whole series? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Marvel makes great movies. They do. They really do. They're fun. They're fun. That's the best way to describe them. They're fun. Wow, it's cool. It's like a big case. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like a... Looks like something Muhammad would have been taking to school or something. <laughs> it's supposed to be the Tesseract. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we have this downstairs, and it's hand-numbered, and it's a full poster. and That's cool. Oh, and you got all these files? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. What I love about Marvel is they don't put up with shit from their directors. What's that mean? Like, because they, they, it's kind of, I mean, there's, there's wiggle room for the directors, but there's, you kind of have to hit the model to be, uh, to work in the Marvel movie, and it <coughs> I think through Thor, the most recent Thor movie went through three directors. Damn. Because they like this one director, she just really wanted to be like super dark and broody, and they're like, no, no, we're not DC. This is not Batman. Thor is not Batman. You're fired. This is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. <laughs> Take your kids, eat yeah. some popcorn, watch some explosions and some funny lines. That's one of my favorite thing about the uh, the Marvel universe is the humor. Oh yeah. Like when Loki's talking shit to uh, the Hulk. He's like, I'm a fucking god, and Hulk just grabs him and smashes him on the ground like 30 times. <laughs> it's like those little scenes are so fucking funny. <laughs> you should really see Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Yeah. That one did not appeal to me at all. It didn't appeal to me either, but it's pretty good. It's actually good, though, huh? Yeah, and it's it's a much smaller movie. You know, they're not trying to save the world. They're just Is that a pun? To... Is that a pun? <laughs> Yeah, just... Is it an ant-sized movie? <laughs> but you know, it, it's but it's really funny. It's really dry, witty humor, and yeah, it's a heist movie. So it's a lot different than a lot of the other Avengers movies. Oh, it's but a it's, heist movie. Yeah, it's a heist. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun then. It I is, like heist movies. It's one of the thing I do like about Marvel, even though they're all superhero movies, they're like different. You yeah. know, like because. 
Captain America 1 was like period war movie. Mm-hmm. Captain America 2 was a spy thriller. Uh, Thor movies are real high fantasy. They are. Uh, Iron Man tend to be like tech thrillers. They do. I didn't notice that. Yeah, you're right. They've done an extremely good job with the Marvel. And the franchise. Avengers 1, man, that's that's one of the best movies made in the last 20 years. Avenger 1? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's Joss Whedon at his best. And when he does well, more than he, better than almost anyone else, is handles large casts. Like he he's great with it. Like you know, eight main heroes and mm-hmm. good dialogue, and like it has no right to be that good with that many leading people. Right, right. But it works. It works. I love it. I love those movies. I'm getting a little tired of superhero movies. I am too. They they're really kind of pushing it. Like there's been a lot of them over the last what decade? Yeah. Well. Iron Man 1 happened. Mm-hmm. They yeah. made some money off this franchise. How much have they made off of Avengers? Do you think? Like the whole franchise. All of uh, the... Like the whole Marvel kind of universe. Like made or grossed? What's the difference? Oh, well, net or gross. Net is after expenses and... Okay, net. How much have they profited? Well, no, just how much... What's the numbers? Like how much money is I'm looking... I bet it's a lot. Oh, it's... Because didn't some of the movies themselves make a billion? Two of them have made a billion. By themselves, By right? themselves. Yeah. Stop being stupid. Uh... What are you going to guess? Five billion? No, I just saw the number. Oh. 3.59 billion. Like, bad movies in the MCU do $140 million. That's a bad movie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, here we go. This is the number we need. Care guess worldwide? Nine. $9 billion. I was right. Yeah. What a guess. $9.01 billion. China's really started to pick up. When it comes to watching movies, man, mm-hmm. you can have a shitty movie here and make a bunch of money in China. It's like a whole new emerging market for Hollywood. Oh yeah, well the same with India. Yeah, they average seven hundred fifty million dollars. Do they worldwide. have to translate it? They probably just subtitle it. Oh okay, okay yeah. And I know a lot of countries they have to learn English. Like it's just you have to learn English. Like in school you learn English. Yeah. Kind of like how Spanish used to be in Texas, where right. like everyone knew some little bit of Spanish at least, you know. Yeah, yeah they're great movies. They're different. <laughs> I'm really interested to see what happens now. They're getting out of like characters everyone really knows, because <laughs> like aren't they introducing like a girl character, like a punk teenager? Uh, yeah, like Scarlet Bri- Witch. Yeah, like they Bri- introduced Witch. her in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. She's uh, getting her own movie though. Yeah, and. Wasp is going to be in, in Ant-Man 2. And let's see. who. Then you have like the girl from Guardians of the Galaxy, which that movie is hilarious. Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. It's one of those movies, it's one of those movies where Marvel's just like, yeah, we're just going to spike this football right here. We're going to have a talking raccoon, a walking tree, a green bald chick, and we're going to make a shit ton of money. We're going to do it, and we're going to have fun with it. And it's just over the top, like... Chris Pratt was in it, right? Uh-huh. He's yeah. the lead. That's what really took him from, like, like funny mm-hmm. TV guy to, like, action star. Yeah. And then Jurassic World happened, and... He's he's the hot new ticket, man. 
Yeah, he's going to be the new lead in Magnificent Seven. Awesome. Awesome. They should make him Indiana Jones. I I agree. I think they should make him Indy. I don't know who else would do it. Not as well. Not as well. Because he's got the right body for it. Because he's, yeah, I don't know. He just fits. He fits. Because when he's in Jurassic World, he's almost... He's almost indie there. He is almost indie there. And mm-hmm. the thing that people forget about Indy is he had a pretty good sense of humor. It was pretty yes. biting wit, you know? Yeah. You know, they, they, he was a PhD in the movies, and they wanted him to be smart like a PhD in the, you know, in the movies. And so you got a lot of humor, which I really enjoy. That's, that's something I need to sit down and watch again. Me watch too. the trilogy. Me too. Me it's too. gorgeous on Blu-ray, man. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I should sit back and watch it now that I'm... I don't know. Things have changed, man. My... My lens on reality is completely different than it was 10 years ago. It's, you know, from 20 to 30, oh, yeah. it's completely different. So It holds up, especially uh, Last Crusade. That's the one with Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an excellent movie. It's a, I mean, he's got, the pacing gets a bit dodgy in the middle, but other than that, it's just it's almost perfect. And it is gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> especially, like, the opening scenes, because we have it on Blu-ray. Um, like, they're all shot outside. And so you get the just gorgeous desert look to it. This is fantastic. Yeah. What else? What else has been happening in the uh, the universe of late? Well, you got the TPP going on. Yeah, but that's so depressing. It is depressing. They're saying that you won't be able to hack your devices. Yeah. Well, no. If it goes through and people are saying it's as scary as it really is, like... Internet's going to cease to exist for the most part. Like you can, you can kiss net, tr- net neutrality goodbye. Yeah, it, it'll be owned by the governments. Oh, that's so terrible. But so the internet took another and took another life. Playboy's no longer going to have nudes in it. Yes, I noticed that. Like, what is what are they going to be then? It's like a bikini mag, I guess. But they said the reason they're doing it is like, look, you can get porn anywhere, mm-hmm. and this way, you know, we can we can actually send it to China. We can people can read it at work now, you know. So they're hoping that it'll become like a men's fashion kind right. of or a GQ kind or of Maxim Max, mm-hmm. Max, yeah, maybe an upscale Maxim, you know, like right. a little bit higher. Try to go off that old '60s sports coat thing they had. Oh, Playboy. I was never a Playboy fan anyway. <laughs> just boring. Yeah, just boring. Too vanilla. <laughs> too vanilla. And the girls were too perfect. The only they all one... looked so blood, uh, brushed, airbrushed. The only, the only one I really remember looking at was when I was in college, they put out the girls of the Big 12. So mm. they actually went to different universities and like... Found hotties. Found hotties and like... Kind of knew one of them, so I was like, okay, I gotta look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. There's, I don't know. I don't feel like there's a ton going on. No, kind of Politics a is being stupid, as yeah, always. Yeah. Nothing really new is going on there. Well, Bernie Sanders won the Democratic debate, or so the people say, but the media says that Hillary won. And he's really making a big upswing. He is. It'll be interesting to see if he can hold it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I guess we kind of have a slight, slightly current slash future. So okay. we can kind of go start moving into future talk. Alrighty. Um, Tesla's autopilot system rolled out. Yep. And we're starting to get videos online of people using it. 
Apparently, you're not supposed to like take your hands off the wheel, really. But like, don't basically don't turn it on to get in the back seat, kind of deal. Don't but. do that. Yeah. And the video I watched, it it worked pretty well. It pretty well. It made lane changes on its own. It stopped. Okay, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not touching it. No, no, the car's watching. It, it sees. Oh my gosh, the car knows exactly where the person ahead of me is in the lane. I wonder what kind of sensors are Because I can see it here on the dash. And. Oh, red light. But that The was, guy that's in his Tesla is so fucking nervous. Yeah. That was interesting. He's freaking <laughs> out. It got a really bad taxi really well, which is incredible. And. Oh my gosh, this is so. I'm not touching it at all. <laughs> He's so nervous. It's driving. Whoa, whoa, the lanes are getting a little... Oh, no, there it goes. And it stops. I mean, being here in a Tesla Model S P90D with ludicrous mode, which is incredibly fun, but the fact that it could do all this itself, and you could see on here the car, the vehicle in front of you that's following, and you could see where that is in its lane, and you could see all the sensors going back and forth on the dashboard display here. Oh, my gosh, it's changing lanes on its own. Oh my gosh, it's changing lanes on its own. That is wild. That is wild. So I hit the brakes there, but I didn't think I need to. I think that was me getting nervous, and the car didn't have a problem. The car was like, just watch out, there's something in front. But it was slowing down on its own. That's incredible. That's weird that I started freaking out before the car did. <laughs> oh my gosh. That really is like the future, dude. It won't take long. Did you know that the Netherlands have already uh, mm -hmm. released a, like a self-driving bus that they're using for public yeah. transportation? No one's driving it? Well, did you see the um, Elon Musk cousin, what he's doing? No. So what he did is he's using some Tesla tech in redesigning buses with, you know, like composite materials, carbon fiber, so they're super light. Okay. And their, their tests are already higher than a normal bus route in a city in terms of range so a normal bus route in new york city is 200 miles a day and their tests are already like 260 and they said once they get to 300 they're going to start selling it wow but they but they you know instead of like i mean from the outside it kind of looks like a bus but buses are just big rectangles right, I mean, sure. but they said on like they just completely threw it all out and just redesigned it from the bottom up with the new tech in mind instead of trying to retrofit and everything mm. else. And so, yeah, they're saying they'll be able to do, like, a tenth of the cost. Like, wow. once it gets up and running. I'm, I'm happy that we have somebody like Elon. Like, I'm glad. And his cousin <laughs> making buses. That's cool. Wait, uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while to get used to that autopilot. Just like Hell yeah, it will. Especially but, here. Like, in Pennsylvania that and in Pittsburgh, that would be intense. And the thing is, is they're going to have to redesign, start redesigning the cockpit. For self, once self driving gets truly self driving yes, and you're really not paying attention, yeah, like maybe you don't even face forward anymore. No, why not? Or you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to. Or the seats could have much more of a reclining position where you don't have great, you know, such a great view. Or well, maybe it's it's a, like a desk, right? Like you pull stuff in front of you and you're on your keyboard. You know, there's a Chevy put out a concept car, and the front two seats pivot 180 degrees. There's a table in the middle between the back and the front, so you can like do business and stuff, and while it drives, while it drives you, I'm excited. I'm, and I'm a car nerd. I love cars. I want 
I like to drive my cars, but if if I could get a self-driving car as my next car, I would. I wouldn't. I would adopt. I would be an early adopter. I would love to have a self-driving car. There's so much I could do on the way to work or on the way to wherever we're going. I mean, it would be kind of cool to like go get smashed at a bar, and then have sex on the way home because your car's driving it for you. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like. Where do you live? I'll take you home. And we'll just do it on the way to your house. We'll kill two birds with one stone. I mean, it's... Minus the sex part. That's pretty much how Uber is now for me. Like, right. if I want to go, like, really go out, which is not often, but, like, really go out and, you know, spend all day out and drinking and going to a concert or ball game mm-hmm. or whatever, just Uber in, Uber out. And if you don't hit it during surge pricing, it's fucking cheap. Like, we can get from here to downtown for 20 bucks. That's not bad. Not bad. Like, during surge pricing, obviously, get worse. But if you just wait a little bit. <laughs> I had an Uber driver. When I was coming back from the airport, he told me about this woman he picked up. And she didn't care. She just had to get to the airport. And it was like 9x surge pricing. $130 fare from downtown to the airport, which is like eight miles. <laughs> she didn't care. She really, like, she expensed it to her company. She's like, she didn't care. Fuck it. <laughs> I had to do that once. What? Uh, I, I was going to a conference in D.C. that my work was sending me to. It's a right. winter, winter simulation conference. And we were supposed to fly into Reagan, which mm-hmm. is downtown D.C. It's four miles from the White House. You know, wow. it's right there. And that's where our hotel was, was right by the White House. We were, sure. we were half a block from the White House. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, and we were right by all the museums and everything. But our plane broke down. Like, something broke. While you were flying? While we were taxiing. No shit. Yeah, and so we were there for... Uh, we were in the airport for like four or five hours, right? That's terrifying. And so we started talking to them, and they're like, look, we're not... Because they, they're they're trying to give some of the people a run around about like when things are actually going to be done. So I walk up to them, like, look, just tell me the truth. I, I don't care. I'm not going to get mad at you. Just let me know exactly what's going to happen. It's like, the part won't be here till at least 5 p.m. And this was like two. And, Three hours then. And it, well, and I was supposed to take off at 9 a.m. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, they're like, hey. Because I was looking at the flights. And they had this nonstop to Dulles. Which is Baltimore. Because Baltimore and D.C. are really close to each other. Something I really didn't realize until I moved here. And so, we, we fly into Dulles. Thankfully, it was direct. So, it was like a two-hour flight real quick, easy. Right. But it's... A long way from the hotel mm-hmm. and so we just hop in a cab it's an 80 dollar cab ride Ooh. it was like a 40 minute cab ride it was that's money. right you know i just expensed it fuck it right fuck it that's part of doing business it's part of doing business and sometimes it happens because yeah. i wasn't gonna make and the thing is the con the conference is not cheap it's like 800 bucks right and so and if i didn't get there i was gonna miss it right 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 <laughs> you right. know so yeah, so it's probably the most expensive cab ride <laughs> Cabs can get expensive. Very expensive. Don't ever take a cab if you can take an Uber. Yeah, or Lyft. holy crap, man. I've Uber. never actually used Lyft. Do you use Lyft? I've never used Uber or mm-hmm. Lyft. I've never used either one. But I live out in the country. Yeah. Like, way out in the country. Nobody's going to come get me. I mean, they, they might, but it would take them a while probably to even get there. Well, the thing about Uber is they don't start charging until you get in the car. Oh. So the, the trip out to you is free. Okay. No, I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. Oh, yeah. I got kids. We don't go out. <laughs> Fucking boring <Yeah>. old married <laughs> people. Oh, 
Yeah. Man, like, your youngest probably won't know what it's like to drive. No. No. Unless you get him out, like, on the farm, like, you were, like, 10, driving around. Sure, sure. I mean, he'll know how to drive, and he'll know what that's about. But when he enters the public road system, he'll probably be self-driving. It's going to be one of those things, like, for a lot of people, driving a stick is today. Right. Like, you should really know how to do it, but most people don't. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, um, let's see, he's almost, he's two and a half. So what is that? Thirteen and a half years. Yeah. But think about our world in 2002 and yeah. how much it's changed since 2002. Yeah. And we're really, like, we're really starting to hit that exponential curve that they talked about. Like, every year seems so significantly different than last year. Like, so much cool shit's coming out in 2016. So much more awesome shit's coming out in 2018. It's just like, oh well, my god. Computers are starting to outstrip Moore's Law. Like, because it used to be, way computer power would double every 18 months. Now it's, like, going into that, like, 16, 12 range. It's going... Faster, yeah, not slower. Right, I thought it would have slowed down. Mm. You know, wow. Intel has the next ten years of chips already developed. They're just waiting to put them out. Why wouldn't you just release the tenth year generation? They have nothing. There's nothing that they can run them on. They're waiting for the tech to catch up to them. And that's something they did, like, because I remember in college, like Intel and AMD, man, they were like neck and neck. Like it really looked like like they were going to have really two chip systems. Then. And Intel dropped that, that first i-series chip and just obliterated AMD. Just gone. I like my i-series. I just got an i7. Man, oh man, I with love San, it. San Diego Bridge? Uh, it's, Oswell? No, I went with um, Skylake. Ooh, the new one, new one. Yeah. That, how much did that set you back? 320. Yeah, <laughs> that's a beast of a processor. Because I bought the i7 67... Uh, mm. The i7K... 67K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think flies out but there. But you can, I can like open every program I own. And yeah. it just all just runs. It's like fifty percent of the. Of the oh process. no, those those new, those new ones are crazy. Yeah, I was. I decided since I was building the rig right now and it just came out, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be. Bu- you know, I buy this and I'm good for the next what four years probably. Maybe longer. Yeah, with the and it allows you to do the DDR4 and DDR5 mm-hmm. RAM, which is going to be useful when game. You know, I'm a gamer. Yeah. It was built for gaming, so. Yeah, I've already started seeing the rumors, because the Intel put out this super low-voltage i5. Like, so low, it can work inside a cell phone. Wow. And there, I'm already starting to see rumors that Microsoft's going to be the first out of the gate with an i5 cell phone. And I, it was like, sign me up. Yeah. I lo- yeah. I love Microsoft phones anyway. Their app store is terrible, but I love the phones. They're the best. I've had all three. And I've been on all three for long enough to really know the phone. That's true. You have. Uh, I've been on this for over a year. I was on Microsoft for two years. I was on Apple for four. Wow, I've been on smartphones for a long time now. <laughs> you were an early adopter, though. I got my first iPhone six months after it came out. Yeah, you were one of the people who were like, look at this. I remember when we showed up in Dallas for my birthday. I was I was like, oh my God, this is the future. Mm-hmm. Like. You're like, no, 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 it's okay, we don't need a map. I know exactly where we are, within a four-block radius. It's like, then we used that to figure out where we were, shit. And then we got to places using yeah. the, the first-generation Apple Maps. And, and now, the, now the phones will walk you there. Like, there's, unless you're, like, in, like, super dense buildings, the GPS is pretty fantastic. Really, really good. Which is scary. Really good. <laughs> yeah. What else has happened in the future? Did you see that LG, um... That LG TV. Uh, so they did it. They released a prototype, 55 inch um, rollable display. 
Yep, so... Can it do 1080? I think it's doing 1080. That'd be something. I'm just trying to figure out how that would change the game. You know, what what what, what does flexible displays really buy you besides being that they're flexible? Well, it that, that, that display can go anywhere with you, like, right? We're, we're using this TV, and then mm-hmm. when we're done, we just roll it up and put it in our backpack in a little sleeve. And then wherever we go, we've got our 80-inch, you know, or a 50-inch, you know... So I wonder when that's going to run into, like, augmented reality. Ooh. Like, yeah, that you know, be one of those things where... It's I like, really think the HoloLens is going to be a thing. I do, too. I do, too. Like, why... We won't have TVs anymore. Right. We'll just right. have... Blank walls that are good for posting holograms on. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be really weird. Especially if they can get the tech into something like what I wear. You know, yeah. Because if, if they could ever get the tech into something like that, everyone would have it. Well, yes. all they need to do is just have this wirelessly connected to a powerful computer in your pocket. Right. That's what they should do. They shouldn't try to put it all in the headset. But if they can... It would be amazing. It would be amazing. It would, uh, it, I would live in augmented reality. Like I would just Everyone have, would. I would just put my glasses on all the time. Like I would just have them on. Well, and think about like just for like, like your work, right? Like if, if the oh. sensors could pick up issues that you can't see with the naked eye, like you like grounds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Oh yeah. Like if it could show you the electricity current or whatever. Or if I'm if I'm on tech support with something that's very technical and I log in with tech support and he's got his own and he's mm-hmm. seen what I'm seeing. He's like, No 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 no. Don't touch that. It's like okay. And then he highlights stuff like they were showing in the you know, the thing he's like that right there. And I see it in real time, like laid over my reality so I know exactly what to do. Oh yeah, NASA... putting Legos together will be so much fun. <laughs> sounds like cheating because you could have like the three D diagrams like <laughs> you could. And you could be pointing to the Lego you need. <laughs> I'm oh, looking for The next generation is going to be so fucking lazy. They will. Yeah, that but whole Wally thing. NASA is sending a couple up on the next rocket to the International Space Station. Couple the HoloLens? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That'll be great for, for them. Right, because it's for like maintenance and stuff, so they yeah. can help them out. Yeah, you can have super smart people. You can have 30 people watching what you're doing now. If I was a programmer... I would already be saving up for the for the dev kit because they've announced a dev kit for the Hololens. Mm-hmm. The machine plus the software is going to be three thousand dollars. Wow! Which all the things considered ain't that bad. No, 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 for no. what it is. No, no, no. yes, <laughs> for what it is because you would have spent three thousand on that TV to you know five years ago. No more than that. And people did that casually, like that was just something it accepted mm-hmm. part of doing life, you know. So a Hololens is way better than a TV ever has been because you can make it as big as you want. As big as you want, or as many. You could just put a TV here. You know, you got Twitch over here, and then you got this over here. And when you look at it, that's what the audio you hear. You know, like they can do really smart. The only shit thing I it. worry about is people with vision problems. Couldn't they fix that? It depends. Couldn't, couldn't they put the whatever resolution your eyes needed to be? Well, like, no. Part of it's a um, part of it's a depth issue, especially for me. Like I have blind spots. Like I can't see my hand right now. Okay. You know, and so. Uh, my right eye is really, really weak. And so I have a hard time processing processing something that's only for my right eye. Oh, okay. But I can see Oculus. Hmm. So I don't know if it's because it's so close, maybe, or if it's just like the perfect distance where both eyes can see it. But in general, when I'm they force my eyes to split, I get double vision. Like I, I see both at the same time instead of one unified image. Interesting. Well, I don't even see you my get, right eye. You just get a image. I get a image out of my left the eye. The brain's like, nope, this is dirty. Like, I, like I can close my right eye and I don't even 
notice I'm closing it for the most part. Interesting. So I won, I'm interested to see how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I mean, hell, with what some of their new advancements in eye, you know, technology. Oh, yeah. Like the moment, the moment that thing comes for U.S. trials, like they, that, that uh, robotic lens that they're testing in the U.K., no, I haven't heard of that. Oh yeah, they they they. It's a robotic like a bionic lens. eyeball. Like they take your eye, like your lens out and put a new one in. Yeah. Wow. And like they took a guy who was basically been blind his entire life, like an eighty year old, put it on him. Twenty twenty. Yeah, that's it's a big deal. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. And that's where, like, the moment it's here, you're gonna. Because um, I mean, I'm basically blind in my right eye anyway. Right, right, so right. if it, if it goes out, it's not that big of a loss. Right. But if, it, if I actually see out of it. Wouldn't it be weird if your right eye went from being your weak one to your badass one? Now it's like 10-20 and your other eye is 20-20? Are you just getting both? Well, I, do, I, think, I think they probably do one than the other just to make sure, sure. that you're not, they're not going to blind you completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nerve-wracking. Like, man, like the days of integrated, te- integrated biotechnologies is coming. It's close. And then they've also just developed that CRISPR thing, which is the genetic resequencing uh, tool that they did, developed. So it's a they use some type of virus that goes in and they cut out certain amounts of genes and it splices in a new gene. It's making like gene splicing and gene like mixing genes together super super easy. Wow! I like it's going to be like a fifty dollar thing that anybody can do. Like it's. The people who created it are afraid of how easy it is to work. Like, they were like, we're kind of surprised. Like, it works way better than we thought it would. We should not have done this. We shouldn't have done this. Yeah, it's, it is what Ray Kurzweil was talking about, where they're going to go in and give you, you know, the genes from the monkeys so they don't get cancer, and the genes from this so they don't, you know, it's just going to be no big deal. They'll just be able to cut it and put it in. It's called a CRISPR. Terrifyingly awesome, but terrifying Terr- at the same time. But yeah, you know, like, there's a... Um, like, isn't there some like European company where co- country where most of the people there are immune to AIDS because they have a certain gene turned on? Oh, I haven't seen that. They'll be able to give us that gene. Like that'll be the vaccine for AIDS. We'll just we'll just all get that gene. Just wait till super AIDS happens. <laughs> well, I mean, Mother Nature's a motherfucker. She will. She's not gonna lose. No. More and more dangerous shits coming every day. That's how evolution, or you know, that's how it works. Natural selection does that. That's just right. how it works. Which is terrifying. The only thing that survives is the stuff that we're not immune to. Right. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we're going to get some form of like, someone's going to like open up the wrong thing. It's going to be like an Egyptian cold that no one else had, but somehow survives. Going to like wipe out like a third of the population. <laughs> Do you think we're ever going to have a full-on pandemic? Like, like you know, half the world's population getting sure. sick. Sure. I mean, I would, I would expect it to happen, right? Because all you need is some bird flu or some, you know, swine flu to mutate in the right way. Flu's a motherfucker, man. Mm. Flu's a motherfucker. All you need is a bad strain of flu and you lose a lot of people. Yeah, and especially as connected as the world is and people flying in it. Because that's what makes, that spreads it. It's like the people going from country, mm-hmm. or country to country. Yeah, lots of flights. Lots and lots and lots of flights. And lots of the countries are very open now. Right. No big deal to go to China. No big deal to go to Europe. No mm. big deal to go to Africa. I don't know. So you have a uh, you have a recommendation for us? Reddit. Reddit? Yeah. If y'all aren't on Reddit, and if you are on Reddit, then you've noticed that it's kind of been broke lately. 
So instead of clicking on like top, like that shows you your 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 um, subreddits that you follow, click on all, and it brings up like what Reddit used to be like three years ago, where it's just you know every forty five minutes the front page is a new page and it's just ridiculous shit and you see stuff you're like oh I didn't want to see that or like wow she's really cute you know like those kind of things it's, yeah yeah I I started using Reddit not too long ago mainly for Dota. I love Reddit. Reddit's really just, a great website. Just don't go down. Like, just remember the first roll of the internet, kiddos. There's certain things you can't unsee. And don't go to those parts of Reddit. No, Reddit's got some bad shit on it. They got some not safe for life. Not safe for work bullshit. No, not safe for life will affect you for days. Yeah, yeah. don't. Yeah, you got to be careful on Reddit. Just stay on the, like, the big feeds. But you can find any porn you want. Any You can watch people die. You can also... If you're into, like, Dresden files, they've got 11,000 people who are also into Dresden. Right. You know, if you're into Pokemon, they've got 140,000 people who are I also into Pokemon. I want to say Dota, it's like 250,000. I, I wouldn't, yeah, a million wouldn't surprise me for Dota, right? Yeah. It's such a popular fucking game. My favorite, one of my favorites is Awe. When it's all like pics of baby animals and shit. Yeah, it's all the cute stuff. <laughs> it's like, like when you just get depressed at work, you just pulled up, swipe, swipe. Oh, that's my cute. favorite one to do. I did. I was on one of those not safe for work, not safe for life kind of pages. And one of the guys in the comments like, we all need some eye bleach. And he linked us to R, you know, backslash R, backslash eye bleach. And it's like, aw, magnified. It's just, everything is ridiculously cute and ridiculously, and, and it really does work. Like, you go from, like, watching all this terrible shit to going, ah, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> so, yeah, remember that, eye bleach. It's good for that not safe for life shit. What about you? You got any, uh, Jacobs? Tidbits of trivia knowledge, I I'll give you a little bit about this city that I live in now. Cool. Since so I'm here. Pittsburgh is the uh, has the most bridges of any city in the world. That's he four. means it. We went downtown. Holy fuck! There's a lot of bridges. Four hundred and seventy bridges. They're awesome. They're all made out of steel and iron, and they're all big and cool looking. It was, yeah. Pittsburgh's a gorgeous city. The guy, the first Super Bowl, no, the first professional football game was played here the first world series game was played here wow and the pittsburgh pirates were one of the original uh, at the time they were the pittsburgh alleghenies well one of the original like three or four professional baseball teams wow so y'all have been in the game for the, since the beginning Being, yeah it used to be because the first professional baseball team was the cincinnati reds and it used to be that every first pitch of every new season was pitched on a April 2nd at 2.07 p.m. in Cincinnati, Ohio. Like, they're the ones who got... To, why? Just on a side note, why is baseball games already start at 2.07? I don't know. 3.08. See, it's never, like, 3. <laughs> it's well, I th- it's first pitch time. Because I, I think at, like, 2 is when they start, like, doing the National Anthem. Oh, and, okay, okay. You know, so the first pitch, I think it's an estimate of when it's supposed to be. Okay. I always uh, thought that was an interesting thing with baseball. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't... I think it's just, like... Kind of a tradition they've done. I think, yeah, something weird. Baseball is full of traditions. Oh, well, it's, I mean, it's been 150 years. It's basically been a professional sport since the Civil War. Damn. If you think about it like that. No, I never put it in perspective like that. And they've been playing 140 plus games since like the 1910s. Wow. Like they've always played a lot of games, but they got over 100 early. So that's why when somebody does something that's never been done in baseball before, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. And some of these all-time records that have held forever, mm-hmm. 
Like, there's certain records that'll never be broken. Ever. Just because they don't ever, they don't push the pitchers like that anymore. Oh, the pitchers or some of the hitters. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Lou Gehrig's streaks ever not. No, Joe DiMaggio's history, the fifty-six straight. I don't think that's ever gonna be broken. Fifty-six up to bat. 56. No, no, no. Fifty-six games in a row, he got a hit. Oh wow. Yeah, and Cy Young's win totals never gonna be broken. He's like five hundred and forty wins. Like you're considered an all timer if you have three hundred wins. Wow. Like maybe even two eighty. Like two. Like if you have two hundred eighty wins, you you might be getting into the Hall of Fame. Wow. But 300 is one of those magic numbers. If you hit 300 wins as a pitcher, you're in the Hall of Fame. Uh, 3,000 hits, that's a big one. Like, that's almost a guaranteed into the Hall of Fame. You have to spend your whole life doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, you know, a really good season for most people is 200 hits. So that's 15 years of really good seasons. Yeah, really consistent. I don't know if anyone's ever going to hit 400 again. Last person to do that was like Ted Williams, like forty-seven or something. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. The pitchers have gotten better. Pitchers have gotten better. It's hard. It's just harder. Mm-hmm. And because it used to be, because even like some of the guys talk about now, how because it used to be the average fastball in the major, in major league baseball was like eighty-six miles an hour. Wow. Now it's ninety-one. Damn. That's probably one reason why pitchers are blowing out their arms all the time. But you know, oh, the average crazy. relief pitcher is like ninety-six. Like there's flamethrowers. They throw hotter than the, because they only have to, they don't have to throw. They they only have to, they some some of them only throw like eight pitches, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's different when you're throwing 120 kind of kind of saber. Boil them in there, just 96, 100 mile an hour fast. And that's the, the crazy thing about Verlander, and so I think that's one reason like his arm just died on him. He go he throw a complete game, right? So 100, 120 pitches, last pitch 102, just poof, like ungodly fast. Yeah, but now he can't. He can barely throw a baseball. <laughs> I've done that thing where you go to like a baseball game and they're like, test your speed and throw it, you know? And I was like 18, 19. I threw like 71. And I thought my hand was like going to come off my arm. It's like, <laughs> how the hell do y'all throw like 100 miles an hour? There's, there's two things. And, yeah. well, well, part of it's mechanics, but it's also there's this little tendon right here that if it's not constructed the right way, you cannot throw over 80. Oh, okay. No matter how big you could... Spin, you know, bench press a hundred pounds. If you, if your tendons and your shoulder aren't, it basically it's a rubber band. Is basically what it is. And if it's not tight enough, you're not going to have that snap, and you'll and never that, be able to do it. Okay, well, I probably don't have that. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I if I did, I blew that up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, want to call it good? Yeah, I think that was good, huh? Nice, right. solid, yeah. Yeah. Fifty minutes, sure. not too bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the 42 Podcast. Oh, yeah. Bye.